Welcome to the second of our Cars Guide podcast, Holiday Cage Fights. Uh, this is where we uh, throw up a topic and we get our two proponents here ready to do battle uh, to keep us all occupied during the holidays. I'm Cars Guide Deputy Editor James and joining me in the Thunderdome is Senior Journalist Richard, <laughs> <laughs> Deputy News Editor Justin. I'm still upset about last week, Richard. Oh, oh you would be. Good lingering anger. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, um, stay, stay upset, Justin. Today's topic, today's topic uh, for discussion, let's put it that way if we remain civilised, is active safety crash technology. Hmm. Is it making drivers safer or weaker? Now, on the positive side, that is that um, active safety tech, um, all of the, the stuff that we've started to become uh, so familiar with, uh, AEB, lane keeping, all of those things, blind spot. Um, Richard, you're on the positive side. You're saying yeah. that it is making drivers safer. Much safer. And, and Justin, you're on the negative, um, saying that it is making drivers weaker. So format for the show is opening statements, a relatively brief statement of intent that sums up uh, or sets up your argument. Then we'll have uh, the main meat of uh, most people, of each person's um, position. And then we'll have a brief closing statement and, and we'll be done. So, mm-hmm. Richard, I'd like to start with you on the affirmative side, please. Your yeah. statement of intent around active safety tech. Is active safety tech making us safer or weaker? I mean, it's obviously making us safer. Um, and anyone that thinks that... <laughs> It's making you weaker. And I can only assume that you mean by a weaker driver is, is absolutely wrong. What Justin's going to try and tell you here <laughs> is that this type of technology, AEB, blind spot, lane keeping assistance, is switching you off when you're driving. Now, I am going to argue that this is very low interference stuff and it's actually saving your life. Hey, you know what? If you don't like it, don't wear your seatbelt. See what happens. That's my <gasps> argument. That is the opening statement from Richard. I'd like your opening position, please, Justin. To be fair, Richard, seatbelts, uh, you know, they're not active safety. They're just, it's just a belt. So I don't know if that counts. But anyway, uh, the adults are going to argue this. <laughs> you won't be very active if you don't wear one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Uh, no, advanced driver assist systems are fantastic, but they are making people worse drivers and as we go on over the time even over the last 10 years we look at how much these technologies have progressed but drivers are becoming poorer skilled 20 30 40 50 years ago it took some degree of skill to be able to drive a car but as we go on as we progress in time drivers just aren't as skilled as they are anymore because they are relying on these technologies to do a lot of the hard work for them richard could you please now Mm. get into the meat of your argument and convince us uh, that the uh, the active safety tech is making uh, drivers safer. So look, my argument is, is that people have always been bad drivers, and that's because driver education has been woeful in this country from the day dot. Uh, you watch any 80-year-old drive, and my God, they've been around longer than active safety tech, and they're terrible. But my argument is, is that it's not about how you drive. The technology is not changing the way you drive in the same way that if you're a tightrope walker, you still use a safety net because you don't want to die, Justin, right? It doesn't make them a, you know, a weaker tightrope walker, right? You know, you don't go to a circus and see them walking across a tightrope and walk out when you see a safety net and go, oh, this is crap. How, you know, I want to see them without walking without it. You know what? They don't walk without it because they're not an idiot and you're an idiot 
if you don't adopt this technology? I know what I mean. You know, you argue that you know a seatbelt is not active safety tech. Well, it's very active in the case of an accident, sixty kilometers an hour. So, exactly how much of this technology do you want to strip out of your cars before? I mean, you're obviously not a parent because if you were, you would understand that this type of technology is saving you on a daily basis, and it doesn't even. It's not. It's not taking over the driving for you for the most part. It's stepping in there when you are falling down in terms of your driving. So my argument is, is that if you are a good driver to begin with, right, right, it won't step in as much. And also you can turn it right down if you don't want it, the sensitivity of these active safety tech to, to come in. Look, AEB, look, look, how good do your reflexes have to be, Justin, when a child runs out on the road and you can't stop? I would argue that there wouldn't be an Olympic runner with reactions in the world quick enough to be able to stop for a child that runs out. You're saying to me that by acknowledging the fact that that AEB in your car, right, could actually save somebody's life, don't forget about your own, but somebody else's life, that it's you're a weaker driver. Oh, my God, I bet you have cold showers in the morning as well to make you stronger. <laughs> not like that at all. It's, it's not... This active safety tech is a companion in your driving. It's not there to take over the driving for you. Um, we, uh, you know, we've argued before that autonomous cars are a long, long, like fully autonomous cars are so far off that it's, it's, you know, they, they may never even happen. Um, my point is, is that I think today um, the cars are becoming faster. Um, I, I would argue that today with more cars on the road, with more distractions that are out there, drivers today are better than they have ever been. And I would say that in some ways, this active safety tech is allowing them to concentrate more on the driving than on things that they don't need to think about. So that's my argument. It's absolutely right. not making them weaker. It's making right. them safer. It's making them safer. Of course it is. Thank I you, win. Richard. Thank I you, win. Richard. I would uh, commend the affirmative case for the personal attacks during that statement. That was uh, very much appreciated, uh, in, in, very much in the spirit of this uh, of this exercise. Now, Justin, uh, could we please have your uh, position mm. in in a broader sense? We're, we're convince us, please, that we're we're getting weaker as drivers. Sure. I think the main thing you need to remember, Richard, is. What I'm arguing is that it's making people weaker as drivers. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that they're there because they are safe. They do make people safer. They're going to break in situations where you otherwise may not have been able to break uh, with AEB as an example. So that makes drivers safer and that's a great thing and I'm definitely not arguing against that. But what I am arguing is, no, no, that's no, you haven't won. You haven't won. But what I am arguing is, is that... A reliance on these systems is making us poorer drivers, right? So we talk about distraction as an example, right? Distractions on the road, you might take your eyes off the road, what have you, right? And then, yes, an AUB system steps in or maybe a lane kick system steps in to get you back into your lane and something like that. That's great for just your regular everyday distractions. But what it also teaches people when they're driving is that there's a bit of slack involved you do have that safety net so i'm certainly not one of them but there are people out there that like to use their mobile phones while they drive and they probably feel safer for doing so even though it's the wrong thing and it's illegal and all that but they probably feel safer for doing so knowing that if they did distract themselves for a second too long their car has safety systems in place that could potentially save them from a collision or from hitting a pedestrian or whatever. Same goes with adaptive cruise control on a freeway. You know, you've got traffic jam assist. You can basically go from zero to 180 Ks and you basically hands off the wheel. You've, 
we've all seen those people driving Model 3 Teslas or Model S's or Model X's or whatever that are in the backseat of the car because they believe that they are safe and they don't have to be in the passenger seat because it has quote unquote autopilot. These people have a a, a self, uh, sorry, a, a false sense of confidence, but they're also poorer drivers for it. If I take myself as an example, right, an over-reliance on parking sensors or reversing cameras or surround view cameras means I certainly am not the same parker I was 10 years ago because every time I get into a press car, I have a bit of a whinge every time they don't have surround view cameras because I like the comfort of knowing what's around me, of knowing that I'm not going to curb my wheel when I'm parking or whatever. Whereas if I get into a car without any of those systems, I'm going to be pretty upset that it's going to be a little bit more difficult to park. You're going to take a bit more time to park, as an example. These things that we take for granted every day, they've become part of our driving experience for more modern vehicles. But if you go and put a person that's only ever driven one of these uh, cars with AEB, Lane Keep, Adaptive Cruise, whatever, in an older vehicle without any of these safety systems and compare them to the driver that regularly drives that kind of vehicle without those safety systems, I guarantee you one is a better driver than another. And definitely in Australia, we are not as skilled because uh, driver education is, is not what it should be in this particular country. But yeah, mm. you, we, we are so used to and reliant on <laughs> these safety systems and whatever i'll i'll finish fine Fine. you get my point you get my point oh yeah we we got your point i'd uh, commend the negative case on use of the phrase have a bit of a whinge thank you very much (laughs) um it's now time for final statements it's uh part rebuttal part closure in terms of your position richard um what do you make of what justin just said and please just um wrap everything together on your side of the argument I would, I would argue that the safety systems in cars aren't like that good in terms of, I don't think that, uh, you know, uh, they're actually taking over the driving for you at all. I, I would say that maybe in the future when fully autonomous vehicles come in, I think we, we could end up with a situation where people probably lose the art of driving but I would say right now the technology is not as intrusive. Um, it's more an addition, uh, which is there to get you if you 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 forget um, if, if you make a mistake. Look, I, I don't think anybody drive, gets into a car thinking, well, I don't really need to pay attention because the safety systems will will will, will catch me up. I really, I Justin, I really don't think they do. I don't, I do not. I would argue, and you're laughing, right? But I would argue that every <laughs> every person listening to this out here, out there, does not get into a car thinking, "Well, the AEB will save me," because you know what? It won't, because at the moment AEB's crap, right? And it won't save you. And I tell you what, blind spot won't save you either, and neither will lane keeping, because at the moment it's still not at the point where it's really, really going to save you. It completely relies. If anything, we have to be more aware than ever. And not only that, I would say that blind spot AEB remind us of the things which we, we didn't probably didn't think about in the 1970s when we were driving. Oh, does the car have a blind spot? We'd blame the car. Oh, yeah, <laughs> B, the B pillar, right? The blind spot was the fact that you didn't even look, mate, right? And you had, you know, oh, you know, the mirrors, you got to adjust your mirrors, drive with your mirrors type of thing. People, look, my God, the number of dents that people had in their cars in those days because they, you know, they still weren't paying attention, right? And they were drinking. Oh, I couldn't get the key in the door, mate. Oh, and then drove home drunk, right? So I would say that these days, today, people 
are more skilled than they have ever been. They're more aware of it. Think of the active safety tech as more reminders of what you should be doing. My son's learning to ride at the moment. And every now and then I have to tell him where to start and where to go down. And that's making him a better driver. So I'm thinking that this active safety is reminding you, check your blind spot, reversing camera, your parking sensors. They, They are just helping you shape your letters a little better. I reckon safety tech is actually making us better drivers. Cool. Fantastic. Now, Justin, it's over to you for your final statements, uh, closing it up, responding to what Richard had to say, and then um, solidifying your argument in a final statement, please. For someone who's meant to be taking the position that uh, active safety systems are making people safer, you spent a lot of time talking about why they are better drivers than they've ever been, which is quite puzzling. So I thought you were meant to be arguing the other thing, but what do I know? Uh, anyway, my oh. point is, really, no, no, this is my time to talk. You can be <laughs> My point is active safety safety systems, maybe not for you, Richard, certainly not for me, not for JC or hopefully all of our audience that are listening in, but they are not making us necessarily pay less attention or more confident that they can get away with certain things. But I have no doubt because there are a lot of bad drivers out there that there are people there that walk into a showroom, get told about all these great safety systems that this car has. And whether they say it out loud or not, subconsciously, they are thinking, okay, you know, there's a bit of leverage with this car. You know, I can, a bit of leeway, sorry. I can get away with some things. And they're not necessarily going out there saying, oh, I'm going to be on my mobile phone deliberately. But they, in the back of their mind, they're thinking, you know, worst case scenario, this car can effectively drive itself on a highway, on a freeway. So I can be a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more relaxed than I otherwise may have been. It sounds like you probably need to drive a few more press cars, Richard, because some of the systems are quite sophisticated. I'm not doubting there are versions of AEB and Lankheap that are unsophisticated and not particularly good, but there are also some systems out there that are rather good. And as you said, technology (laughs) is progressing and a year is a long time in technology. So a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, I'm not even talking about full autonomy, but these vehicles that are coming out are capable of doing pretty amazing things. And the what was required from a driver is going to change over time. Eventually, people are going to be able to get into cars without steering wheels and just sit in the back seat. They don't need to be drivers per se. They probably don't even need a license. It's going to be no different to getting onto a bus and having someone drive you around, right? So even cars with steering wheels at level four autonomy, the amount of skill that's required is going to be next to none because you're effectively going to be driven around absolutely everywhere. So I have no doubt that people are worse at drivers today than they've ever been and will continue to get worse End of my statement. Wow. Okay, that's it. Thank you. I would Ooh. like to add that I think it's telling that uh, Richard's 59 Chev and Justin's Aston Martin are both their backgrounds <laughs> and uh, it's fairly um, influential on, on the whole thing. But it's over to you, over to the people listening, over to the people watching. Let us know where you stand on that debate and we will give you the feedback as to which one uh, garners the most support when we're back and podcasting in uh, 2022 so i want to say thank you very much justin thank you thank you richard thank you thank Thanks you as- thank you to everybody out there as well uh, thank you very much <laughs> and uh, help you. <laughs> thanks thanks as always to mr pritchard um working his magic uh, in the uh, in the production side of things and we'll see you for the next cars guide podcast cage fight <laughs>